Warning, this episode contains spoilers for Keeper of the Lost Cities book 8.5, Unlocked. Hello and welcome to KeeperCast, the Keeper of the Lost Cities podcast. I'm Sammy. Uh, I'm Clawney. I'm Ivy. And I'm Lee. And this is episode 40. And we're going to share our unlocked first impressions today. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Woo. Um, yeah, Unlocked came out, uh, what, is it like a couple, a week yeah. and a half ago it at this point? Tuesday it was before this on one. the 17th, so that's 10 days ago? 10 days ago, or 11 days ago by the time this is posted, oh, yeah. I think. So, um, yeah, we've had some time to read through the book, let it enter our thoughts i don't know what if you have no thoughts? i may or may not have stayed up till 1 a.m reading it the day i got it so <laughs> yeah nice that's fair i got it i got it like early well early for me because i got it on uh kindle and it was released at 12 a.m tuesday on the east coast which was 9 p.m monday for me so oh, nice so I finished it basically on the day it came out. Cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we can just start at the beginning. So the first thing is the registry. It had all the characters, not all of them, but it had some characters. And it basically, it just said a bunch of stuff about them. So middle names. Yes, we got, we got middle, middle names. names. Biana Amber yes. Vacker. It's so pretty. Why is Alden's middle name Dedrick? <laughs> yeah. Alden Dedrick back. Why is his middle name Dedrick? <laughs> I, I just oh, I feel so personally attacked. Yeah, that was kind of like d- did she know? Like <laughs> Yeah, the middle names were fun. <laughs> they were. Oh, we also got last names. We yeah. got last names for a lot of characters, right? Like yeah. Maruka finally has a last name. She's like Maruka Chibota, right? So yeah, I'm looking through like the registry list now, and they're like, I think the new names are we have Fernand Bablos, who I'm guessing is Gen Z's brother, the Phaser, right? Yeah, probably. Oh yeah, there's this random new member of the Hex family, Pelipa Hex. Oh yeah, or wasn't it like Pelipa? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> have we ever seen this person before? No, because I didn't recognize the name, so I looked on the wiki, and then it wasn't there. Oh, okay. Although sort of speaking of the wiki, like, this whole, the whole registry section kind of felt a lot like the wiki pages. Like, I don't know, it just reminded me of it. Also, the registry section was weirdly intrusive. They're, like, keeping track of who everyone is interested in. Oh, yeah, that was such so a weird. weird thing to have in official files. I know, it's like, why does the government keep this information on you? (laughs) Well, I mean, they don't have TV in the Lost Cities. They gotta do something, right? Gotta get your entertainment somewhere. In Sophie's section, they have her medical file, right? And, like, Elwyn is honestly the best dad, and he should just be all their dads. I love Elwyn. Yes. I just... Dadwin. Yes. Agreed. While I was reading this, I just, I was like texting some friends who didn't, he didn't have it yet, and I'm like, no spoilers, but I love Elwyn! I know. (laughs) 
and yeah this it was cool how like they um had literally like every time they were in the healing center and or emergency house call to havenfield because <laughs> it's like wow you really they make jokes about how often sophie goes to the healing center but i mean it's true <laughs> <laughs> okay um the next section is fits also known as fitzroy avery vacker which I did notice that they had a, the first section was like, preferred name, for reasons not disclosed, Fitzroy is most commonly identified by a nickname, and it's like, for reasons not dis like, what reasons? Yeah, I don't- I mean, I guess because no one would- no, I- if your name is Fitzroy, I feel like you would probably go by a nickname. No offense to any listeners named Fitzroy. Yeah, it makes it seem like there's like a weird reason for it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just- the reasons not disclosed is messing with me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the next one is Bianna, who her middle name is Amberly. We already knew that, but like, yeah. We love Bianna in this household. Um, okay, the next one is the fave Dex. Stan. Dex! Stan this boy. Ugh, Dex. I loved his um house crest. Like, we've seen it before, but it's bigger. It's, like, a bigger picture. And, like, it has all these test tubes and, like, tools and stuff. Yeah. It's, like, a tree made out of, like, alchemy materials, right? He's also cool. Oh, well, the next character in the registry is Keith, and... Keith messed up uh, this entire I file. <laughs> I know, it's so funny. But it makes me mad that we don't get his middle name. I want to know what his middle name is. Give us, yeah, give us backstory. I know, that's the exact thing. I was like, okay, it's very funny that, like, all of his little notes are in there, but, like, please, I just want to know his middle name. I think we were saying, right, like, his middle name must be something relevant if he, uh... Oh, because he's like, I'm not your legacy boy? Yeah, right? So, like, something like Gisela or whatever. I feel like it's probably, like, Cassius, and that's why he hates it. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't be a fun middle name to have. That would not be yeah, a fun middle name. That would suck. Or maybe, like, Gisela's maiden name or something, if that was... What if his middle name was literally Legacy? Like, his name is Keith Legacy <laughs> Sensen. That's not, like, something Gisela would do. Okay, what if, his, what, if, what if his real name was actually Keith, I'm not your Legacy boy Sensen? <laughs> like, that was his actual <laughs> legal name? Yes. Keith gets a legal name change just as a screw you to his parents. <laughs> yes. If it's on his registry registry thing, is it a legal name change? Oh, wouldn't it Wait. be? It would be, wouldn't it? That's a good point. Hold up. So his middle name is now officially <laughs> I'm not your legacy boy. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, it's canon. It is canon. I would like to know what the Great Gulan incident is. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Yeah. Uh I know. I was kinda hoping it would get put here. Yeah, me too, because Jen was saying that like she'd do it in not in Sophie's from Sophie's point of view, so I'm like, okay, well since they're having other stuff here. Yeah. It might be here, but it's not. Canon. Okay, next was Tam. Ooh, Tam and they Lynn. had like an entire section on Cam, which Wait, they I mean, did? come on. Yeah, it's called Frenemies. I haven't read the registry, so this is, like, my first time looking at it. Uh-huh, it's- oh my god. 
I'm I'm sorry. I'm trying to get to Tam's section, but I'm having to go through all of Keish's detention records to find it. <laughs> the strange relationship dynamic between Tam and Keith Sensen. Oh my god. Oh my! Did they really say relationship dynamic? They did. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, in Lynn's section, they had this whole like why Lynn thing and mm-hmm. yeah. But then didn't they also say like? She was interested in Morella, or is that just something I no. saw people extrapolate about? I think it said that Morella is... No, wait, it said something somewhere. I I know it had, like, Linella content. I keep track of these things, but I can't find it. There was... I know there was Linella content in Morella's section, where it was, like, she's always been very open about, like, who she finds, like, who she's interested in. And then it was also, like... Usually we wouldn't put a section on, like, romantic attractions, but, like, given Morella's situation, we thought it was relevant, and it was like, okay, then. Wait, one second. I know where this is. I just... Where are you? Where's the Linella? I don't think it's in Lynn's section. Is it in Mor- Morella's section? I think it's in Morella's section, but it was, like, really... The weird thing... The thing about the weird Wyland thing, though, is they said... They literally said, given the age gap between them, which is significant, it also seems somewhat unlikely. So that's, like, giving me hope that it's not gonna happen. Yeah, it felt a bit like Shannon was kind of shooting the ship down there, but... Yeah, right? Do you want to go to Morella's section? Just, like, for transitions? Wait, so... (gasps) Ooh! Yeah, so the, the... Okay, there is, like... A part where they talk about Lin in Morella's section, which is like, Lin Song also attends most of these lessons, using her hydrokinesis to extinguish any flames. Wink, wink, no. (laughs) And rumor has it that Morella and Lin do additional training together on their own. Wink, wink. Um, (laughs) Oh my god, they were training partners. And they were training partners. Oh my god, they were training partners. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, am I right? When I was reading that, I'm like, I'm definitely reading too much into this, but like... They're in love. And then the other part, well, like, the, like, Morella is not straight part was on the next page, which is a notorious flirt. So it's like, Morella definitely has a reputation for flirting and teasing and generally being very open about who does and doesn't catch her interest, as well as who she thinks her friends should or shouldn't be interested in, which may seem like a strange note to be including in this file. But given the particular complications of Morella's ability, she's likely going to have a very challenging matchmaking process, possibly even more challenging than Sophie's. In light of that, her flirting seems suddenly significant. And it's like her ability, quote, quote. (laughs) Uh, yes. Her ability to be incredibly gay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, Same. yeah. We skipped over Wiley and Stina, so do you want to go back to them? Sure. Wiley is literally awake for, like, one page ever, so I don't know how she has this much information on him, but okay. Well, it's a lot of, like, backstory, right? Okay, this kind of seems like a weird thing to point out, but registered with one list received? Oh, he's already gotten a list? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. He is, like, old, so he's, like, 19 or something, so I feel like it would make sense. But, like, now I'm curious. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The next thing that I found interesting was why does Stina have approval for a spy ball? Yeah, Stina, Wiley also has approval for us. Oh, yes. Wait, Wiley also? Yeah, I think so. 
Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, really? Both Maybe of it was them. to like to check on Prentice or something. Maybe, but why would Stina have one though? I don't know. Maybe to I don't know, man. <laughs> okay. Um next they have the adults. Okay, it said he it said his spy ball approval was denied. Like I feel like there's gotta be a story behind that. Why was Alden denied spy ball approval? Oh, that's weird. Huh. Also he was briefly engaged to Alina. The number 104 recommendation on his message. Okay, there are a bunch of inaccessible files. Why is Brant's last name Jesus, redacted! I cannot talk! Also, like, the redacted is so, like, prominent and bold. It's like, they want you to notice it. Oh my god, I know. I was wondering, like, why is Kessler's file inaccessible, but, like, Alden Backer's file is not, like... I assume that Kessler's was inaccessible because he was, like, a bad match, so then that did something. Because Julene is there as well, but I don't know. Also, I need to point out that Lady Gisela's middle name is Minette, which seems like the least evil middle name you could possibly have. I know! <laughs> There's just a uh, a pronunciation guide after that. Yeah, about the pronunciation, I I don't really have anything to say about that one. Oh, I thought it was interesting that they had um the uh the different words in the different languages of the different species uh for like Gildingham or like Dora Spadera, which it really um I'm really interested in trollish because it's it seems like all their uh all their vowels are doubled, um, which is like I guess that would be how that's just how they speak right, but like I feel like they wouldn't. Uh, they wouldn't double those vowels in their own language because that, um, in their own script, because, like, that's just kind of excessive. Um, and so that makes me think that, uh, the trolls probably have, um, some sort of, like, a different type of, uh, script rather than, like, letters. So the rest of the guide I honestly kind of skimmed through. Um, so I don't really have much to say about, like, anything else until the novella, but does anybody else, like, did anybody else notice cool things? Um, there's the part that, there's the thing that Tam and Lynn wrote about Exilium. That's cool. I like Tam and Lynn. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, that was so fun. <laughs> yeah, where, where is that? Is that in the Life in the Lost Cities? section yeah it is i'm trying to find yeah i also love that i love their handwriting okay yeah it's on page 287 and 288 and 289 and 290 and i love tams i mean i love tams i mean i'm a shade black clothes are my life he's so emo ebony darkness dementia raven tam it was the last sentence of tams was really nice but i go where lynn goes yeah. Oh, yeah. I love their Sibling dynamic. relationships. Yeah, what Lynn said about Exilium was really interesting. She basically said if um, Exilium was actually more helpful than Foxfire would have been because they taught me how to, like, balance out my abilities with skills and sort of, like, not rely on the abilities or have them be so present, which I thought was interesting. They talk about, like, plants and... Love plants. Biana talks about fashion for a while, and I love Biana. 
<gasps> yes. I really want official art of Biana wearing a jerkin. Yes. <laughs> I also, I love the illustrations in here. The um, Philia Hanakata illustrations. Oh, the ones, like, the black and white ones? Yeah. Yes, they're so fun. So then they talk about some food and stuff. I want to be able to eat elven food. <laughs> Whenever I'm reading the book, so I like, instantly get hungry. Yes, I'm like, I want I this. Food. I want this so much. Mood. They had some recipes towards the end, right? Yeah. Cinecream looks so good. Oh my god, I know. So, then they talk about uh, the black swan. Oh, that was kind of nice, because it was... um. It was like about it was in Sophie's voice, and I always kind of forget how snarky Sophie is. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she used to be more snarky, and then she kind of got more serious, um, and like responsible. Well, for for good reason, but yeah, like kind of being in just directly in her voice and in her head is is it's fun. There was a quiz, uh, or there were a couple quizzes. So then it's time for the story, I think. Well, there were all of Keith's memories. Oh, right. <laughs> There's, yeah, Keith's art commentary. Because it was kind of all the, like, stuff that already happened, so. Okay, now now we finally get to the novella. Full disclosure, I did not read it, so. <laughs> it's okay, I've, that's why we have four people here today. I feel like it's, like, all of us combined kind of put together a full reading of this book. <laughs> All of us combined create one intelligent species. Make a whole brain cell. <laughs> well, first off, what did we think of um of Keith's point of view? I thought it was interesting. I don't really have anything else to say on that. I just kind of, I thought it was cool to have the books not kind of narrated from a different point of view. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fun. And it was cool to see like how Keith thinks because it felt, it felt very Keith and like very true to him. It felt very different from Sophie. So Keith has a new ability. Yeah, can, let's let's talk about that for a little bit. That's not, <laughs> it wasn't the ability that I I expected. It was kind of a lot of abilities, like yeah. What it's like he can change other people's emotions based on like his tone of voice, right? That's like the main one. Sort of, but also you can like I feel like he can kind of do other things. Like, yeah, yeah. And then he can sense abilities. So yeah, it kind of seems like a lot of different abilities sort of manifested at once. They must be related in some way, right? Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of like a way that they're related. Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, like when, um, when Keith did the numb thing where he made everyone like lose all their emotions, I was immediately like, oh, Gisela probably gave him that so that they can, um, like, do evil things without their minds breaking, because if you don't feel any emotions, then your mind probably can't break. Oh, jeez, that, that's cool, but kind of terrifying. Yeah, it's a little scary. <laughs> I, I liked that, because it, um, it seemed like it was kind of drawing another, not really parallel, like a perpendicularity <laughs> between... Uh, Keith and Sophie, because Sophie was created to heal minds, and Keith maybe was protect created to protect them. Oh, huh. Let's see what else. Yeah, what else happened? Elwyn has an emotional support stuffed animal collection, which is yes, great. I love that. Also, like 
Dad Elwin is pretty much canon. Like, yes. almost. Just, I love Elwin. Yeah. I mean, he pretty much adopts Keith in this book. Yeah. We love Elwin. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I didn't read the beginning, but they did figure out what the Forgotten Secret is, right? Oh, um, yeah, that was, well, the secret in, the secret in Orly's cache, um, was that, you call it a cache? It's a cache or a ca- cache, a I'm not sure, um, but that's like okay. an actual word, so I could probably just look it up and find out the pronunciation, but I'm too lazy to, um, the the forgotten secret was that Kenrick like removed a memory from Orly's mind of it, it was like a conversation between the two of them where he said that he knew about Orly being Sophie's mom i i don't know i was just seeing a lot of memes that were like Kenrick sucks so i was just going to say that Dex was in a lot of this book or the novella and that was a pleasant surprise. Yes, he finally gets the page time he deserves. That was a pleasant surprise. You know what was not a pleasant surprise? The Lynn was not in the book. Oh, I know. That was so sad. Lynn and, like, Bianna weren't really in it. Well, Bianna was in it a little bit. But Lynn just wasn't there at all? I don't think so. Yeah, that's sad. But, like, Morella wasn't there either, so maybe they were just going on dates the entire book. Yeah, that's true. Yes, they were doing, that's you know, what they were quote, doing. extra training. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. At, um, at one of the tour stops, Shannon said that she's going to, like, release a short story about the characters who weren't in Unlocked, so hopefully that has to do with Lynn and Morella. Please. Please. That would be excellent. Yes. Shannon, make it canon. Hey! <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> Okay, I feel like there were, like, two things in this book that were just, like, a total, like, punch to the gut for me. And the first one was when they found out Rex was talentless. I know! I... <gasps> it was so sad. I was like, ugh! When, wait, I'm, I'm trying to find it, but Dex said that, um, said that he was gonna manifest as something even cooler than legs or bags, and Rex just goes, like, a technopath! Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, like, we could build so much stuff together. I was just gonna uh, cry. I wanna cry. That does bring up like Dex Dex knew that like Rex was talentless, right? He wasn't like Yeah, I don't think he He was just trying to make I, him I don't feel think better. he knew because like because no, I think like, like he he's, didn't know until Keith told oh, him. Right. Cause people manifest at different times. Cause I was kind of thinking it's interesting that the reaction was not Oh, oh, like, even if you're talentless, it doesn't, like, it's okay. The reaction was, don't worry, you're not. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Especially since it's from, like, Dex, who grew up sort of hyper-aware of all of that because of his dad. And then you, what was the other thing? Yeah. So the, the, the second thing was when um Sophie and Glimmer went to the never seen storehouse and Sophie just like burned down everything. First of all, like good for her. Um second of all, I was just like, oh wow, this is really is a iconic no brain soul moment for Sophie. Yeah, this is that that was like badass, but at the same time it was it was kind of on reading the Ogre King's mind levels of Yeah. 
not the most sound decision. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie is not an intelligent species. Yeah, like, on the one hand, I would love for Sophie to bring more things down. I think she deserves it. I think, and I think it would be fun and totally badass. And on the other hand, like, mm, the others were, I don't know, I feel like the others were kind of right when they were like, uh, Sophie, you kind of escalated a war. You probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah, maybe, like, check in with other people before you set fire to things. Yeah. <laughs> also, according to the Cambridge English Dictionary, it's pronounced cash. Oh, okay. Thank you to the Cambridge English Dictionary, then. Oh, how about the ending? Uh, yeah, that that's a thing that happened. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay, so we're used to the cliffhangers by now, but, like, still hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard a lot of, like, things that have compared this ending to the ending of Never Seen. Because, like, it has Keith leaving everybody else to, like, like, because he has this warped view of, like, oh, this is going to save all of his friends. Right. I mean, that really is his, like, defining characteristic. I know. I I wonder how Sophie's going to react to this. Because I... I feel like she's not really the same person as she was at the end of Never Seen, and so... I hope she's mad at him. Yes, I hope she punches him in the face. Well, actually, he's not going to be there. But I hope she punches him in the face in spirit, and then when he comes back, she's going to punch him in the face. I feel like he has to come back at some point, because Shannon, like, after all that has... Like, he's probably the second most focused on character after Sophie, so I feel like Shannon's not going to just, like, throw him out. Oh yeah, no, he's really important. I, I don't think he'll be gone forever. I do kind of hope that like he'll be gone for at least a few chapters in the next book to like, so we can see how everybody sort of processes like that he's gone. I also am interested in seeing how Fitz actually. Oh, Fitz! Like processes him being gone because that was another thing in at the beginning of Lodestar, where like he was not taking it super great, and. Like, but I feel like instead of Sophie, who's kind of gotten more, like, sure of herself, and Fitz is, is on a different path at this point. Book nine will be, um, <laughs> it'll have an interesting beginning. Uh-huh. <laughs> kind of got a lot of things to unpack. Or to unlock. Hey. hey. <laughs> so, um, yeah, was there anything else in the novella that you found interesting that you wanted to talk about about just like thoughts overall i'm excited for book nine yeah me too it's gonna be a long wait (laughs) (laughs) yep now we're you know i have to keep in mind that it probably won't hopefully won't feel as long as it did from what was the name of the last book legacy to unlocked because 2020 was kind of a hell year yeah (laughs) yeah hopefully 2021 is is better yeah yes manifesting that please yeah that would be nice (laughs) book nine doesn't have a release date yet right they're just like it's gonna be in sometime in november i mean it's probably gonna be like november in the teens 2021 because that's how it always is i mean by our luck the same day as every other book so yeah we've got um We've got a ways to wait. I'm not sure if this is, like, just with the Barnes & Noble special edition one, but mine is, like, blue with a moonlark on front. 
and it looks like um like Sophie's memory log from the earlier book. Oh, which I think is kind of cool. Ooh. Oh, I didn't. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think ours has the um the moonlark on the front too. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's a Barnes and Noble thing. I don't know. I just noticed that. Thought it was cool. Oh, but that's really cool. Mine does not. That sucks. Oof. But it does have the cool map, so that's something. Oh, I do have one thing that I noticed. I noticed just now, which is the like the thing on the map that says the Lost Cities. It has a little never seen eye above it. Oh really? And like oh, really? Why is that? Oh huh. <gasps> yeah. You're right. Oh. It does. What does it mean? Yeah. That's really interesting. I wonder if, like, the Never Seen Eye used to be, like, a Lost City symbol, but then they kind of took it and... Oh, that's so interesting. Oh, it it could be, yeah. I don't know, I could see it being, like, a symbol, like, that they associate with, like, knowledge and stuff, because that's a big thing for them. And then the Never Seen, um, kind of, ah, there's a word for that, but I can't remember it, so took it i guess as like a last thing to say um overall i really really loved this book like i loved all the stuff in the beginning with the guides and um yes and like all of keith's little annotations and his are like really funny and uh and then the novella was really cool too and sophie got to burn things which i'm very happy about so yeah, I so yeah, I to- I totally loved Unlocked. Hi guys, it is just Sammy and Ivy now because we I forgot that I had Hi guys, this is just Sammy and Ivy now because um when we recorded the episode I forgot that we had asked you guys for some of your first impressions of Unlocked on Instagram. So we're going to be um reading those out loud now so the first one is from the art easel and it says reading it right now and love the detail currently starting keeps registry file oh boy oh boy indeed (laughs) yeah (laughs) keeps registry file is so fun i just wish that he hadn't redacted his middle name because i genuinely do want to know um okay the next one is from spatzel lover 77 and it just says gorgeous I agree. The book is so pretty. Next one is from Finn Bompkins. It says, I love Bianca and Tam, but Keith's ability needs a name. Also, surprisingly, a Sophit's book. Was it a Sophit's book? I don't know. I think it was pretty evenly spread out, I think. Because, like, there was that whole section about Sophie and Keith. I mean, no, Sophie and Fitz, like, mending their friendship, right? Um, But then also, like, every time... Keith's POV happens, he's just, like, pining over Sophie 24-7. <laughs> um, the next one is from Naturally Audacious 6, and it says, Honestly, I'm just curious of what Keith will do in the Forbidden Cities to distract me. My theory is that he's going to light leap um, into the middle of a major street and then immediately get hit by a car. Yeah, I hope Keith gets, I hope Keith gets into some trouble with, like, human technology and cars and stuff like not any major trouble just fun 
Next one is from Something About Keith Sensen. It says, The novella broke my heart. The registry feeds read a little like a fandom wiki article. This is what I was saying before. They read like she, um, like she looked at the wiki and then, like, kind of used the same formatting. Which, honestly, like, is really valid. Like, if I was an author, I'd use my own wiki. That's true, actually. Yeah, like, it's one way to make sure that, like, you're including stuff. Um, okay, the next one is from Ritz Cheese. Ritzbacker. <laughs> and it says, and... yes, Ritzbacker. Wait, no, okay. what's... Oh, Ritz Cracker. Yeah, he's Ritz Cracker. <laughs> um, and it says, an interesting experience. Yeah, it was an interesting experience. I was, like, losing my mind by the end of it. <laughs> and the last response to our question sticker that we got was from Alice Hope Christopher. And it said, to begin with, the actual novel kind of felt like fan fiction for Kodok. Also, the council is creepy. Both of these things are true. Yeah, I agree that, like, a lot of it, especially the guide stuff, it felt a little bit like fan fiction, like, even though it's canon. Um, and that, and I don't mean to say that in, like, a bad way or anything. It's just, like, it felt like Shannon was exploring her own world in, like, a way that fan fiction would. All right, yeah, that's, that's it. So now we're gonna, um... I'm going to splice this into the middle somewhere, so Clonian and, and uh, Lee might come back. I suppose that's it. Um, and um, just to, like, sort of get everybody on the same page, starting from next week, we're going to be going back to our regularly scheduled programming, um, and we'll be starting our reread of Nightfall. I won't be there for the next few weeks, but Clonian and Ivy will be leading the episodes i'm excited to hear them so let's share where you can find us so we are the keeper cast on instagram and keeper cast on tumblr and you can also find me at mallow melting on tumblr and instagram shall we go in alphabetical order again <laughs> sure uh i'm clawney underscore clue on instagram and sewer 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 wait that was too many sewers yeah sewer 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 couch on tumblr that's so good. Okay. Um, I am Aylin Dash Ashriver Dash Galathinius on Tumblr. And I am Punzi and Podcast on both Tumblr and Instagram. This has been KeeperCast. See you next week.